Hi everyone, my name is Peace. This is Yvonne and you're listening to the Vulnerability Podcast where we share everything that makes Peace and I unapologetically human, listen and enjoy. Hello everyone, you're welcome to the Vulnerability Podcast with Yvonne and Peace. Here we explore everything that makes us unapologetically human. We embrace our humanness because there's strength in it. On today's episode, we are going to be talking about a very, 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 very <laughs> interesting, sensitive, crucial, controversial topic. Okay. Am I supposed to? Okay, cool. Hi, guys. Uh, our topic for today is sexuality and acceptance. Drum rolls, please. <laughs> Jesus. Um, okay, yeah, so about sexuality and acceptance. To start with, this episode is proudly dedicated to the queer community, to the LGBTQ <laughs> community. Right of applause. And okay, so um, it's important for us because we have a lot of friends in the community and it's important for us to show that being vulnerable is not just talking about the things that everyone else can relate with or can relate to it's also about talking about your own truth your own truth um, even if it makes a majority of people uncomfortable mm. and deep, it's, deep. it's something that is it doesn't it can affect you um, no matter the age so we are actually taking a very interesting approach um, with this particular episode and this topic so we've had um, some interesting people that we know some interesting queer people that we know um, sending voice notes and sending their own stories of their own acceptance and how they've owned their sexuality so far and it's we're going to read out some of the entries play some of the entries for you to listen to and just bear in mind that these people are of different ages some are teenagers some are adults some are adults in their 30s as well uh, some are in their 20s some are men some are women um, some are bisexual some are um, just attracted to the same sex and same same gender as well so yeah it, it's going to be an interesting topic and we are excited to be doing this in support of the community so our very first entry piece yep our very first entry is from an amazing person um she's 17 and (laughs) and it was she had to send in something she had to write something and send it in so i'm just gonna read it and peace hasn't read this before so we're doing live yeah uh, comments and feedback. we haven't listened to yeah, it yet so we're doing we just want live reactions generally yeah. um yeah so she goes hmm deep breath i'm gay <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah. that's oh uh, it's wow, taken me so almost powerful. four years to be comfortable enough to say that out loud i am and she's gay. 17 now yeah so she was 13 yeah 
that you hear. Yeah. It's one thing to write it down and think it, but being able to speak it out loud had a certain degree of finality. Okay, this person's smart. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> um, um, in January 2016, I remember coming across an article about two women who proposed to each other at the same time. And suddenly, a wave washed over me. As someone who had never fancied a guy before, this was weird for me. I come from a very Catholic family, church twice a week kind of family. So at first, it was really hard. I full-on hated myself, and I couldn't tell anyone. Around May of that year, I decided to try and find people who would listen to me on the internet. I met a guy on Tumblr, and he honestly saved my life. He became like a brother to me, and there is no doubt in my mind that I wouldn't be alive if it wasn't for him. This guy is actually trans, and he doesn't mm. live in Nigeria. So, for about two years, the depression was really bad. Leaving my bed in the morning was an achievement. I remember the specific moment that I decided I couldn't live like this. I would watch YouTube videos from gay creators because it gave me ways to learn and it was like my beacon of hope. If I can get through this, happiness and love awaits. But this particular video, the title of the video is A Letter to You from Shannon Beveridge. Um, in bracket, now this is living. I guess it's her handle or something. Made me cry. If you know me, you know I don't cry. <laughs> and it made me realize that there is something better. And I want happiness, love, and to be able to grow old with someone. Oh my God. Yeah. Towards the end of 2018 and the start of 2019 was when everything started looking better. Every day was a little bit easier and I felt like myself again. Then in February, I met this girl and she was the first girl I ever consciously fancied. I asked her out in April. Oh my God. And being the hopeless romantic I am, I thought I would marry her. Unfortunately, that didn't happen and we broke up three months after. <laughs> That's basically my story. It's a struggle every day, but some days are much better than others. <sighs> um, hey dear, if you're listening to this, I just want to let you know that you are strong and you are so beautiful. Oh my God. Yeah. So strong and yeah. that brought tears to my eyes. I mean <laughs> and so mature and so eloquent for your age. Oh my god, I'm so proud of you. I'm 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 so proud of you. This is I think one of the things that has struck me from this story is that she's able to is that she's she or she has been able to come to the realization and then accept mm -hmm. the person that she is yeah. in this short time at this young age there are people that I know that until their 20s and I'm mm -hmm. talking late <laughs> 20s before they discovered and then finally accepted it for themselves so to be this young and you know, it's easy for people who live abroad at the age of 10 they're like you know what I'm gay <laughs> But to be in Nigeria, to school in Nigeria, to grow up in Nigeria, and but to be self-aware enough at 13 mm -hmm. to 
to know that I'm different from everybody else and yeah. then have the strength to go through that journey and at 17 say you know what this is who I am mm-hmm. I think it's remarkable it's, it's, it's amazing like um, I am all levels proud of this like girl I, like I you have no like I want to if I do see you you would not see it coming but Pisces is going to come and hug you it's it's very admirable it's just I mean that's the key thing I'm picking from my story the strength the, first of all the self-awareness at a young age mm-hmm. and then the strength and how amazing it is that sometimes the people who save our lives mm-hmm. are people that we might never ever see true just people we randomly find on the internet I have stories like that of times where I was in the last one of the previous podcasts I mentioned how I was depressed one time and somebody on Twitter reached out to me mm-hmm. you know sometimes it's just people around you will never be able to love you right and you can't you won't even find the courage enough to share the things you're going through mm-hmm. but that's where the internet being a safe space comes into play that you can just find somebody in at another corner of the world who mm-hmm. would understand your story and love you and walk you through the process until you say I'm gay <laughs> or I'm straight or whatever it is that yeah. I am so Amazing stuff. Amazing well, well, well stuff. Done. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you so much for um, sharing. Yeah. I hope that. I mean, like you said um, in the ending, she said it's some days are good, some days are bad. Yeah. It's. I mean, just the fact that you accepted now doesn't mean that it's gonna be all rosy. It won't be, especially because you're Nigerian. <laughs> it won't be all rosy. But I, I, I really hope and I pray that you, this strength that you found at a young age, that you're going to, it's gonna be there for you at the times when it's the hardest. Even as you grow older, mm-hmm. and fingers crossed, you would find the love of your life and grow old together. Yes, you um, will. Like a first day, propose <laughs> to each other at the same time. <laughs> you will. So, so, amazing stuff. Amazing stuff, really. Okay, so, the next story. Yeah, this is ne- just stories. Mm-hmm. So this is this one is a voice note from a guy. Okay. I don't know how old he is. I think he's in his late twenties, early thirties. Okay. Yeah. Um, he's gay so yeah let's listen so my acceptance story you know um, the trajectory of my acceptance story has been quite uneventful Um, I guess when I first came out it didn't occur to me that I could meet with anything less than acceptance it it just did not um, occur to me that that was something that could happen to me and I think I sort of went into those instances of coming out to people that I cared about with that mindset. It's like, for me, what was most crucial was coming out to myself. And the minute I did that, the minute I, you know, could look myself in the mirror and say, I am a bisexual man. That was it. And everything else was going to be um, a natural consequence of that. You know, my coming out to everybody around me, people that I cared about, was going to be, um, you know, the natural logical next step and so that that was how i approached um instances of my coming out and i have to say i've been quite fortunate um i remember the first people i came out to the first person i came out to was my sister and we are quite close in age there's just a year and some between us so you know we we grew up to be pretty close you know and she we were very close until you know <clears throat> the teenage years happened and we still are very close but you know there's this um like this thin invisible wall that um people build in their teenage years and so that was it and you know now that we're way past that 
the walls have crumbled again but yeah before that, that period that we 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 were we were really close as children and so when i to me it seemed like the the most obvious thing i should be the first person i come out to so when i came out to her um i remember it was a phone call because she wasn't in nigeria at the time and um you know at first she did the whole shock thing and then she asked me why i didn't tell her earlier and I'm like, you don't get to do that, right? This is first of all, this is not about you. Second of all, you know, you, you um, my timing is my timing. You know, when I come into myself is when I come into myself. I don't owe it to you to tell you earlier or anything. This is not about you. This is my story, and I. The only reason why I'm telling you this is because you're important to me. And you're close to me, right? It's not, it is not really a negotiation. I'm not negotiation, negotiate, um, negotiating anything with anybody. I'm just informing you because you're in my life and you're important to me. And that's that. And once we got that out of the, uh, that out of the way, we were able to have, you know, uh, a conversation, a, a really beautiful conversation, you know, and um, once, you know, she, she stepped back from that instant denial we're able to talk about things and you know all of it made sense to her because like i said we grew up to be really close so um there was no way she could really look at, at you know the past and how we used to talk about things how we used to talk about people that we liked a lot of people that wanted to get married so and all of those things that children do right and not have seen that there was you know um there was a pattern there um the next person i came out to was my brother it was so uneventful i told him and he was like okay is that all all right, fine. <laughs> so, um, and with my friends, everybody, I, I, I just, I, I guess in my life, I just do. And um, the sort of energy I come into those instances of coming out to people is, I'm just telling you, right? Or maybe I don't even tell you. I just show you, and you see, you know, from. So it's, I accept it is not something that it's something that I think of as a given, right? And I suppose because I've always gone into sort of instances with that energy, it has always been a given for me. So, you know, I it's been really smooth sailing for me. I haven't had any untoward experience with anybody and stuff. And I don't expect I'm going to have anyone at any time. Because it doesn't give them the opportunity to... It doesn't. Oh my god, that's like another mm-hmm. level of goodness. Yeah. The thing that caught me was when he said, um, when he said, I told my sister, mm-hmm. and he said, why did you tell me earlier? I said, no, 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 no. You don't get to do that. Mm-hmm. It is my story to tell in my own time for me to come into it. I think that's really amazing. I think that's the thing that struck me the most when mm-hmm. he wrote for his story. That it's his, own, it's his story mm-hmm. in its own time, right? And... He doesn't. He always goes into conversations expecting to be accepted. So it's like you don't have a choice. You don't. Have and I'm a just choice, informing right. you. So it's not like he's asking mm-hmm. for your permission to live his life. Yeah. And that's that's that's. He didn't say it, but that's mm-hmm. what he means. Like I go in there um, with the expectations of acceptance. So I'm just, I'm like I'm just informing you. So yeah. he's not expecting them to say, okay, it's okay, we love you like this. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. I don't know that I can look at you right now. He's like, I'm just informing you. Like mm-hmm. he has gone through the process of accepting and recognizing, owning it, and now just sharing mm-hmm. the information with everybody mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. It's such an amazing approach. Because <laughs> wow, that's that's like another level. Of <laughs> 
self love and mm-hmm. boldness. It is, and it, it's it's coming out is different for different people. Yeah, but I believe this is a really strong, amazing approach. Yeah, yeah, you are informing people. You're not giving them permission. To yeah. You, Exactly. Tell you, mm-hmm. or giving them the opportunity to give you permission to live your life. True. True. Hmm. Like, that's, um, that's, that's wow. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Give that. people the opportunity to give you permission to live your life. Mm-hmm. Write it down. It's a quote. <laughs> it's a very. Oh, wow. I'm so impressed by these yeah. entries. I'm learning so much. And I really hope that these entries are touching you. As you're listening, I don't know, as man. Well. <laughs> not touching you, just. <laughs> but yeah, so we have other uh, entries that yeah. we're gonna play. Keep living your life, bro. Mm-hmm. Keep owning it. Okay, yeah. so. so the next entry is coming from somebody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is from a lady. She's mm-hmm. in the late 20s and mm-hmm. she sent in this entry. So let's listen. Hey guys, I'd love to share my story on owning my sexuality. So I found out about my sexuality about 11 years ago. I, I was still in secondary school. I kind of realized that I had developed a soft spot for some of my friends then, you know, uh, my seniors and some of my classmates. And it was, it was pretty confusing at first, but I really didn't let it bother me. I didn't investigate it. I didn't question it. I just let it be. And fast forward two years later, I found myself falling in love with a woman. It was pretty intense. It was like the best thing I had felt. And I knew for certain that there was no going back. Funny as it is, at the time I had a boyfriend and I told him about it because I was confused even though I I knew I liked what I felt. He tried to help me navigate the whole thing, you know, help me get out of it, but uh, that didn't work out fine. That, that, that didn't work out well because one year later I left him for a woman and ever since then I have accepted my sexuality and I have been happy with it. And in navigating my relationship with uh, family and friends, it's I'd say it's been great because have kind of developed I wouldn't call it a defense mechanism but that's kind of what it feels like so I, I do not discuss my sexuality with family and friends it's a thing of if you know you know but we don't discuss it so that's pretty much how it's been and I like it I like it that way because I guess it's it's I, I get to enjoy my privacy you know and I don't get to be questioned by anyone and on my experience with being, you know, Nigerian and queer, it's it's been fair, it's been good so far because I haven't publicly come out, so I'm pretty much still in my cocoon, enjoying it as it is. And I don't think I would want to have it another way, you know, even the people I have dated, you know, value their privacy and, you know, we just, that's basically how it's been. This is my sexuality and this is what makes me happy. This is what makes her happy. Did you hear that? So let people be happy. Let people be. This person is an amazing person. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, like they have an amazing life. They have um, things that they do, things they're that happy. they are known for. Other than I, the, the, what I struggle with is when people 
discredit a person's existence just, just because, because of their sexuality. Exactly. I mean, I saw something a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. I can't remember his name, but I remember he, he's a wrestler. So the uh, headline of the blog post or uh, the news said, I'm a gay man. I'm not a gay wrestler. Mm-hmm. My sexuality has nothing to do with my abilities and my skills. Mm-hmm. I didn't read the full story, but it stuck. I'm mm-hmm. a gay man. I'm not a gay wrestler. My sexuality has nothing to do with my skills and my abilities. I'm like, yeah, because why is it that when people when, when people come out, the next thing people start being like, oh, that one is gay. Oh no, mm-hmm. she's a lesbian. Mm-hmm. It's can't you see every other thing? Exactly. Like, it's you know, like a gay CEO. Yeah, like it's just a <laughs> CEO. <laughs> like it's, it's like the way women are like, oh, I get into a room and they look at me immediately and they start profiling me based on my color and black or mm-hmm. based on my sex. I'm a woman. It's the same thing that gay people feel. Yeah. Don't profile me by my sexuality too. If you don't want anybody to profile exactly. you by your gender or your race. But I mean, this is these stories yeah. are really amazing, so mm-hmm. courageous, mm-hmm. and um, it's interesting. Another thing I picked out of the story is the fact that she was open to this self discovery, yeah. So even when she didn't understand, yeah, it. and I mean, she dated a guy and she, you know, realized that wow, I've just discovered this part of myself, yes, and I've been happy ever since, yeah, like <laughs> left him for a girl, yeah, like, she, okay. she, she took it, she, she was like. Um, um, yeah, <laughs> I've seen greener pastures. Yeah, going back, yeah, and she she allowed herself to discover more about herself. She's fine. She said something. She's Nigerian. She's queer, and she's been okay, right? But um, because she hasn't publicly come out, I know people who have publicly come out that oh, yeah? are still okay. Okay, yeah. <laughs> people that, that are still okay coming out as gay or saying that you're a gay person doesn't mean you automatically land in jail that's not what the constitution says mm. yeah as if you're caught so, if you're caught in some sort of public display of affection something something uh-huh. something I don't really okay. know it but you can publicly come out and nobody's going to arrest you why not saying come out just in your own time in your yeah. own way <laughs> just to yeah. be clear but what so matters is that you're doing you're, you're following yeah, your journey you. you're doing it the way that you can um, you're kind to yourself as well and you're trying your best to be happy mm-hmm. yeah one thing that she said that mm-hmm. made me smile she said I don't talk about with my family and friends mm-hmm. if you know you know if you don't know you don't know more don't talk about it. I was like yeah <laughs> if just, you know you know just do you, mm-hmm. man? Do mm-hmm. you? <laughs> okay, okay, so we have another story. <laughs> so this is from another lady. Um, she's also in her late twenties, right? And she's going to be sharing her story with us. So let's listen. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. So I found out about ten years ago that I was bisexual, and maybe accepted it as my reality a few years after that when I discovered that I could build an emotional bond with a man. So before then, I thought I was a lesbian because <laughs> I really could care less for men. And then when I was in GSS 2, GSS 201, I can't remember now, I had my first sexual encounter with a girl and you know, it just went on and on. So at the point when I experienced something beyond the surface for a man, I knew that, oh, okay, 
this is my reality. It's possible for me to feel what I feel towards, uh, you know, a woman to a man, and it's perfectly okay. So I accepted it, you know, and I've been living it since then. Um, navigating relationships has been super easy for me, and one major reason is because I haven't really been in a lot of relationships. So I'm a very, you know, guarded person. Um, my current partner knows who I am and, you know, he accepts me that way. So the most important things for me in relationship are honesty and loyalty. And, you know, luckily for me, I, I am with somebody who also places a little premium on that. So he knows me, he knows what I am, he accepts it. And, you know, even though he's 100% heterosexual, we're good. We both know what we're doing. The truth is, you know, being a queer person in Nigeria, I, I haven't really come out outrightly to say, oh, this is what I am. Now, this is not to say that, I, that you know, I hide it or anything. You know, people who are close to me, they know, you know. I try to say it <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> but people don't even take me seriously. But, I mean, really, if you know, you know. Uh, one thing is for sure, though, living as a queer person in Nigeria is extreme sport because, you know, the environment is not very accepting. You know, nobody is willing to just hear you out. It's like you're either this or that, and if you're not that, if you're not one of the two, you're just, you know, weird and just <laughs> some alien or something. Sometimes you're even forced to lie to, like, you know, some friends who are conservative, you know, family. Sometimes you hide in the shadows. Sometimes some discussion are going on, and just because of this setting, you're not able to, you know, really to come, you know, prove your point or, you know, really um, talk about your point or, you know, give your opinions, yeah, give your opinions just because, oh, this is what you are or this is who you are, people will not really accept it or they will just, they will just say, what is this one saying or whatever. Um, my family, they do not know. I don't know if I would ever tell them. Maybe I would. <laughs> I don't know, but, you know, my parents are like the proper Nigerian, you know, parents, you know, my folks are, they probably would take me for deliverance or some shit, <laughs> or something. Uh, they won't understand, they won't understand that, you know, it's okay for me to feel the way I feel and it's okay for, you know, me to be the way I am, so I probably don't know if I would tell them. Uh, but they do not know. They do not know. Um, on accepting and living as a bisexual living in Nigeria, I try to carry myself in like you know a certain way, such that people don't think about me and you know and use my sexuality to judge me. I don't know if that makes sense. Basically, is that so? I am more than my sexuality. I am a whole person, and I can feel for a woman what I feel for a man, and I can feel for a man what I feel for a woman, and it's perfectly okay. And there's nothing you know wrong with me. And then, you know, most of the times people tend to think about, you know, you know, bisexuality or lesbianism or homosexuality in the sexual context, you know, in the whole of the whole having sex and all of that. But the thing is, it goes beyond that. People don't think about, you know, the friendship that you, you, you get to build, you know, the strategic partnership, the emotional currency you build, you know, the emotional bond, basically, all of that. So, um, you know, I just... I'm just living my truth, really, and it's not been easy because sometimes you're 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 going to be, have to be in some situations where you have to in quotes code who you are. But every day, every day, I try as much as possible to live my truth. Hmm. That was beautiful. 
That was that was so beautiful. They have so many things to say. You are more than just your sexuality. Yes, you're much more. You're see? much more. I'm a whole person. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Yeah, like being being gay, bisexual, anything does not discredit your existence. It doesn't. It does not discredit everything that you've worked hard for in this life. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. I mean, I know amazing high achievers that are, and it's just another thing to them. It's nobody questions like, you oh, about this. being okay, straight. So that's it. Yeah, yeah exactly. So nobody questions question? you about being straight. Why are you going to question <sighs> people about this is, being attracted to the yeah. same sex? Or really? Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, this is ah, God, like, like, I'm, I'm like. It's just it was really amazing when she said I'm whole I'm a whole mm-hmm. person. I was like, yes, this is it. I mean, yeah. there's so many things she said that struck me. First of all, was that she found out she was a lesbian before she found out she was bisexual. Bisexual. Interesting. I'm like, oh, that's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Typically, it's usually the way like you, you find, find out, out that you yeah. like the open sex, mm-hmm. then later find out that oh, you still have feelings for the same sex. But mm-hmm. how is the reverse? Mm-hmm. So that was very interesting for me to learn. Um, I think another thing that she said that really, really resonated with me was. When people think about um, homosexual relationships, they think about sex. Ah, how two girls having sex? Oh, how two guys having sex? Who's on top? Who's down? Mm-hmm. But there's so much more to yeah. a homosexual relationship. Just the way there's it's, so much more to a heterosexual I'm relationship. Serious. It's a full-blown like, relationship. It's yeah. it's more than sex. Mm-hmm. It's that I have feelings, not sexual feelings. Like. I like this person as a friend. Like mm-hmm. we can talk, we can just but like it's just it's it's a lot much more than let's knock. Yeah. Right? It's people have mm-hmm. people are building amazing lives mm-hmm. with their partners mm-hmm. of the same sex. Mm-hmm. And sex is just an, an icing to the cake that mm-hmm. anybody can have. Yeah. Right? It's it's if not you think a about sexual it gratification. Like that, yeah. It's not. Yeah. It's like and the same couples who are like, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. we'll celebrate, but we love each other. It's mm-hmm. Stop thinking about it like it's all about sex. I mm-hmm. think that was like a core thing that she said. Yeah. That was, that was super. Honestly, cool. because when people think about two gay guys, the first thing that just comes to their mind it's, is sexual roles. Yeah. Right. And what? The same way you would, if you're a girl, you date a guy and you guys grow and get married to each other and you're like, you have each other for life. That's the exact yes. same way. I mean, if you remember the first entry we read of the girl who says she wants to grow old with someone yeah. she loves. It's not. I want to be having sex. Yeah, every minute. No, it's, it's it's not. It's I not mean, a sexual fancy. Yeah, it, that, yeah. it's, it's, it's not that. people's. Yeah, it's their reality. It's their truth. This person said, "I'm living and mm-hmm. owning my truth," and that's. That's the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Another thing that I took her from that her story is having been in a relationship with people that uh, said honesty mm-hmm. and loyalty, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that you can be honest with and I'll be loyal to you regardless of what mm-hmm. or who you are, right? Just being able to open up to, I mean, people that really care about you and say, this is who I am. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to date you as a bisexual person, you have to know. If you're not okay with it, move on. If you're okay, then be loyal to me. Mm-hmm. Those are two very rare qualities. And I think it's something that every queer person looks out for, even in friendships. That I, yeah. can, I won't be honest with my friends. I don't want to have to code it with my friends. And I want you to be loyal to me regardless of my sexuality. True. So that was very, very powerful. I thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, 
a very beautiful entry. Mm-hmm. So thanks to everyone. Um, we've pretty much come to the end of this podcast uh, of this episode, and um, it's been very moving. So we have another entry, our final entry, and she's here with us, and she has some very interesting things to say about this particular topic. My opinion on sexuality or this point that I'm trying to make is how difficult family members make it for whoever or whoever is not a heterosexual, you know. Once someone is I don't know, maybe what the person loves is books or shoes or that's what they fancy, whatever it is. The main difficulty is telling their family. It's easy for people to tell friends, but family, family members, Mm -hmm. maybe they're too spiritual or too strict or they just don't want to hear that type of thing. You know, so as a homosexual who lives in Nigeria, a lot of people I see them daily struggling with. I need for a family member to know because I would feel better, I would feel more comfortable. So, if I mean, because the truth is, I, I, I always tell my friends or my um, relatives that in every family especially in large families there is at least one person who is not the normal heterosexual that you know you guys are all comfortable with so and you don't know the struggles of that person you don't know what's having to bear you know that secret and that burden by themselves you know is doing to them so I will just wrap up by saying everyone, every single person needs to have a more open mind. Don't let your reaction to somebody saying, oh, I like women exclusively or I like both men and women. Don't let your reaction be um, hostile, you know, unwelcoming. Just try to understand. You don't have to accept just understand so um understanding will be very welcome and will do a lot of good for a lot of especially the young ones not even the ones in their 20s -hmm. the really young ones who are beginning to notice funny things about themselves if they see that you can understand it will be easier for them to you know approach you and it will make their life easier to be honest and maybe sometimes it's just a fluke but when there's that person that understands or is willing to listen it guides them and puts them on the exact path that they're supposed to be you know so let's all just try to be more understanding of the people around us Amen Oh wow! This this is a very mellow yeah, episode. Amen. Yeah, amazing. it's that a was, very mellow episode. That was amazing. The family sometimes the hardest to come out to. Exactly. I 
that almost every family might have mm-hmm. somebody who's not totally straight. Mm-hmm. And what you can do is to be more understanding to people around you. Mm-hmm. Because what truth is, everybody, we see these things. We mm-hmm. just choose not to accept that it. That is so true. Like, you see signs, but you choose not to, you know, accept stuff. So mm-hmm. when you see, especially the young ones, like the, our first entry, give a hug say it's okay i don't hate you you mm-hmm. can still be the best you can be even as this person just mm-hmm. understand yeah. you know show some more love show we're all human love. beings first and foremost yeah so we've come to the end of this wonderful episode yes um we really we really i'm so touched did this episode because we want you all out there that are queer to feel heard seen and loved loved and that you're not alone exactly cut our stories you are not you are not alone you are not and please if you feel you are at the verge of giving up like our first entry send us an email send us a dm send us anything just reach out we are here we are not shrinks not at all not at all but we'll give you a hug yeah we will extend love and if we can maybe help you someone else who can you know offer more guidance yeah we will extend Um, love to you but it's not the end of the world being queer in Nigeria it's not a sentence it's not not a death sentence it doesn't mean that you'll be unhappy for the rest of your life Mm -hmm. the key takeaway from all the entries we got today is that they're looking forward to happy lives. Yeah, that you're yeah. owning the truth and leaving exactly. the truth. Exactly. Regardless. Yeah. Regardless. And so everybody mm-hmm. can too. Even for those of you listening who you're totally straight, um, it's if there's one thing you can take away from this, it's that I want you to whatever your truth is, you can always live your truth in any situation. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be a sexuality situation. Mm-hmm. And whatever your own situation is, there's a lot of strength and happiness that comes from owning and living that truth. And that two, show some love to everybody regardless of their sexuality. Mm-hmm. They are different from you, yes. But your human beings too, your whole human beings, your skilled human beings, your talented human beings, your intelligent human beings, mm-hmm. they can still get shit done like you can. Mm-hmm. So don't don't let the first filter be <laughs> this person's gay. Yeah. Don't get into conversations where you're castigating people because gay oh, does not mean wayward. Yeah. Nobody chose this. Mm-hmm. None of these people said, Oh, I just woke up one morning and said, It's so fancy. Mm-hmm. They don't choose these things. But they can accept it and they have. So the least you can do is to show some love. I hope we've inspired you with the stories too. I hope we have. Live your truth yeah. to show love, to understand. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so um, much for listening. Yeah, send us an email, share your story, subscribe, share, and we love you guys. Bye. Bye.